Kelly Oubre's health. Tyrese Maxey, dominance. And the Sixers are much better without James Harden. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix, the easiest and most exciting way to play fantasy, daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepix.com backslash locked on NBA and use the code all lowercase locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Hello, I'm your co-host Keith Pompey. Right next to me you can see my man John Mitchell. What's up John? How you been, brother? I'm doing well, Keith. How you doing today, man? Doing great. We are the co-host of Locked On 76ers. Come here, we give you the realest, we give you whatever it is, whatever you need to know. And like I said before, it's going to be the realest. It's going to be up straight. No sugar cookie. Not, none at all. None, none at all. None at all. No Dunkin' Donuts. No Krispy Kreme. Uh, nope. Nope. None of that. None of that. None of that. No glaze, baby. No glaze. <laughs> right. So, so look. So look, y'all. But today, like, and I don't want to bury the lead. I mean, I don't even think it's the lead, but I don't want to like discount what Tyrese Maxey did. What he had was phenomenal. When he scored 50 points against the Indiana Pacers on Monday. But the one Sixers player who wasn't there right now stills the headline, and that is Kelly Oubre Jr. Mm-hmm. Saturday night, around 7.20, Kelly Oubre was hit in center city by a, a hit-and-run driver. Um, he fractured a rib. He messed up his, his, a hip and, he, and he, his leg. Now, I think when it comes down to the hip and the leg, I think that's where the bruises are and lacerations, cuts, what have you. But uh, he fractured a rib. And, um, you know, he's, he's fortunate. Now, to me, there's two things. In Philadelphia, every time we turn on the news, John, all I know is we keep seeing these hit-and-run drivers. I mean, yeah. a couple of, remember a couple of weeks ago, a dude was drugged, what, like, dragged, like, a couple blocks you know what I mean? Then yeah. there's another story you see where yeah. there was a guy who was left there after he was hit by a hit and run driver. Yep. So, like, you know, this is a problem, a serious problem. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm a little happy that that is not as bad as it could have been. Right. Expect yeah. to come back this season. Prayers out to Kelly Oubre and his family and everybody who loves him because it could have been far worse. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Just give me your thoughts on this whole situation, bro. Yeah, I mean, just you know, just taking it away from the basketball, Keith. As you said, this whole hit hit and run phenomenon that we're seeing has become much more prevalent. And I, I noticed that during the um, during the pandemic, as people became more and more careless with the way they drive, as people became more sloppy. 
you know, uh, you started to hear these stories and, and now they're far too frequent. And obviously when this person hit him at Broad and Locust, they floored it. They hightailed it. So hopefully it was on Spruce Street. So, I mean, I ain't, but yeah, that the, the one report was off. Like, okay. Yeah. They so were on Spruce Street. Yeah. So obviously, this person, you know, hopefully they catch this person and then he faces the full uh, weight of the law. He or she faces the full weight of the law for what they did. Um, you know, so again, our prayers are for his family. But taking it back to the basketball court. You know, it, it's and you wrote about this uh, today, or actually last night, that this gives them an opportunity to evaluate what they have, an opportunity to look at you know the Batoons and the Covingtons, you know, and and and, and the Marshes, and, and see what they have now. It's going to force them, um, and, and I think Nick Nurse was was doing a good job of that anyway. I think he had found something in Batum that he liked, and obviously he started him last night. But so so now they're going to have to make a deeper observation because, you know, we, we keep hearing that he could be out for a significant time. There's no specificity attached to that. Let's be honest, you know, he's got a fractured rib. That's going to probably impede his breathing, um, his conditioning. I, mean, I don't know what he can do with, with that type of injury, but it is going to um, force them to look at some, some of the alternatives, which I think they were exploring anyway. On their roster, I'm not. I'm not talking about going outside of the roster. Yeah, I, I think more so than than those three guys too. Um, a guy who I think is going to benefit the most of all this is going to be Daniel House Jr. Mm-hmm. And and the reason why I'm saying Daniel House Jr. is because let's face it, he was the the odd man. He was yep. the one left out. Now you had Furkan Korkmaz getting a little bit of minutes. Like Furkan didn't really play a lot yesterday. Like mm-hmm. he came in, he you know he 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 uh you know he he had a nice still but for the most part it was like he really didn't do much um daniel house junior they liked his his uh aggressiveness his his defense his, his grit that he he displayed late in the game right well actually like early in the fourth he also hit a huge three pointer um you know he had a career high in points he also had not a career high a season high in points and the season high and minutes played. Um, so he's a guy that is, is really going to benefit. Now, the one thing that I think is we, we got to wait until Marcus Morris gets into playing shape. Yes. You know, he didn't do any training camp. He didn't do anything while he was with the Clippers. Right. So he's still out of shape. Um, he has to get there. But I do believe once he does get in shape that he's also going to benefit from, from this as well because although he is a power forward at this stage in his career – he can play some three, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's going to help him. But once Kelly Oubre comes back, and like you said, he's going he's going to have to deal with a couple of things as far as you know his breathing, all this other stuff. But once all that stuff gets better for him, because it typically takes a month for all that stuff to heal, I just think that this just makes the Sixers a deeper team. Um, yeah. They they have way more options. Um, you know, right now what we see is we see. Uh, uh, Nick Batum starting. We mm-hmm. see uh, the way they're doing things. You got Cove playing a lot of his, the majority of his minutes in the first half. What that does is it enables Tobias Harris to be a little bit more well rested and right. then come in and close out games for a longer period of time, right? And then you have, you know, uh, 
Furkan giving the team a little bit of a, mm-hmm. a, 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 a breather, giving like, you know, guards, wings, a breather during the stretch in the second half. So, I mean, second quarter. So it's like when you look at it, it's, it's basically it's just making everyone better. Right. Soon, I mean, we talked about this before and we we love Kelly. We love what he's doing. But when you look at the starting lineup, Nick Batum just seemed like more of a, a better fit, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, but here I am. I'm here to say that I think in a weird kind of way, and, and I hate to say it because you hate sure. these accidents, but I think it just makes is going to make the Sixers a better team. A better team. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, I, I hate to be out here constantly agreeing with you and shaking my head. Yes, but I mean, you're absolutely right. What are you supposed to do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. But um yeah, if if you look at it from a chemi the, the the good thing is that this team after nine games has excellent chemistry, you know, it has excellent chemistry. So you're not forced to take a a, a square peg and try and stick it into a round hole. I'm not sure exactly how that saying goes. But you're, you're not, <laughs> You're not you're not forced to do that. You've got a roster that's you've got a, a team that's playing with significantly better pace than they did last year when they were a playoff team. Um, you've got uh, you, you know, the, the, the coach has taken the situation and he's he's optimized it, you know, and, and, and sometimes that's that's the job of a coach to just optimize what you have to coach what you have. And he's done an excellent Nick Nurse has done an excellent job of doing that. And um, so, you know, like you said, you know, Daniel House will be a guy because uh, he's, you know, the athletic, the get up and down guy. They, they play with pace. So it, it does open the door for them to see, uh, you know, to get better looks at what they have, you know. And, and, and this, again, you know, making the most of a bad situation, this is something that will help them. Um, you know, as they get in, you know, as, as they get to the all-star break and as they move into – you know, the, the, the latter half of the season, um, you know, and, and, and again, we, we have no idea what the roster may look like at that point. Um, but w- what we do know is that, you you know, this this hiatus as, as Ubre Jr. heals will give them a chance to, to tinker. You know, we'll give them a chance to tinker to give guys a chance to step up and make a contribution. I agree. I agree. Now, look, we got to talk about uh, Tyrese Maxey when we get right back, right? Because um, Tyrese Maxey was balling, as they say. But um, right now, I want to talk to y'all about Prize Picks. Prize Pick is the largest fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Now, with basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports league. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three pointers made plus receptions, right? And 
if if you want to play along some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find community plays under the promos tab of of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Pick community each week. Right. So, what do you do? How do I go and get started with this? What you need to do is you go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use codes locked on NBA for a first deposit match to a hundred dollars. I'm telling y'all do it today. People definitely do it today. Now, Mitch, Tyrese Maxey was balling, dude. I mean, this guy. I mean, it got to a point where you're like, nah, that ain't going to go in. Swish. Uh, I don't think he can do it again. Swish. Yeah. Oh, man, like, that's a bad play. Don't go there. Swish. I mean, he was on fire, dude. He shot 20 for 32. He was 7 for 11 on threes. Mm-hmm. He had, what was it? He had 17 points in the second quarter and then scored 16 in the fourth. And, like, we're talking about 40-point out- outing in a game that wasn't, like, a lopsided affair. Like, they needed those points. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Was like, yo, this dude was bald. Yeah. Yeah, and and again, it was seamless, man. You know, Joel had the powerful first quarter. He handed it off to Tyrese. Um, and I mean, and typically when a guy has a game like Joel has, you're just looking at Joel and saying, "Wow, look at this great player." But on a night when Tyrese goes for fifty, and let's not forget, man, he how many shots did he block? Two or three? Yeah, three. Yep, three. Yeah. Of them was like nice too. Yeah, like, yeah. got like a got a. He got a run down like LeBron. And what is what is Tyree? 6'3? 6'2, yeah. 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 I know, right. So, so yeah, it was it was it was uh, you know, I, I think that this is a type of game that, you know, when when people look back, you know, and let me not be so pre- premature, but I mean, that was truly a coming out game because it was a game where they needed his points. Uh they weren't just points scored in a blowout or a loss. They were they were crucial points needed at a crucial time to lift 76ers to um a league leading, you know, eight game win streak <clears throat> against a good team, against a, a team that made a you know made a nice run at them. And you knew Indiana would make a run at them. You know, you look at Tyrese Hal, you know, Halbert, and he's still woof, you know, still a great player, but he was pretty much just a pedestrian and standing around looking at Maxi, you know, so. You know, I'm I'm kind of you know we, we might need to start coming up with him for a nickname with Maxie. I was I was thinking, you know, is this is is he the Tyrisosaurus Rex, or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know Tyrese? Are you not entertained, Maxie? I mean, we got to come up with something for this guy. He yeah, is, man. <laughs> you know, you know from yeah. the from the gladiator terms, man. This guy is Maximus right about now. He's he's yeah. fun to watch. He's extraordinary, and and he he's. He's taken hold of this city um, and just made you forget what transpired with the previous uh, former superstar who was there. Yeah. Who, who, what's his name? 
You talking about you don't even name the brother. What's his uh, name? Tyresosaurus Rex. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, you you my, you my, my yeah, oh, that's yeah, because I'm like, who are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I, knew, I knew he was saying, but you said a former superstar. Who yeah, you uh, forgot about him all day. You, you got so used to calling me James not long ago, you forgot. Who? Let me stop. Nah, nah, nah. It's it's that's crazy. I mean, you know what? Like, hey, Maxi was was balling. He did a lot of things. Um, I mean, he looks so good. I mean, he looks good. It looks to a point where you keep trying to say to yourself, like, yeah. listen, it's early in the season. Yeah. I don't want to overhype this dude, right? Because he could fall, right. you know, it's an 82 game season. I don't want to overhype the dude. Yeah. But when you watch him, you have to hype him up because of the way he's playing, the things that he's doing. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about Maxi is, like, I asked him um, after the game, I said, look, man, do you, because he's a hard worker, Mitch. I'm telling you, this dude is always out there working. I said to him, I said, what you do at times, does it amaze you mm-hmm. like 50 points? Or is it one of those things like, this is what I work for? Yeah. And he, yeah. And he said, this is what I work for, work for. And he yeah. said, like, he's talking about there was a video. Somebody showed him a video of his mom and his dad and his family watching the game. They, they His cousin, he got twin, he got twin nieces who were going to have a birthday party today. So mom and dad was basically, you know, over there away getting ready to handle some business. And um so 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 what happened is it was one of those things where they weren't around and and their dad was watching the game. And when they look at dad, dad's not smiling at all. Dad's really? just really everybody else was celebrating like happy. Yeah. You know? yeah. Look at my baby, he's killing him, kill him. He can't stop you. I was just like looking. Mm-hmm. So his dad is always that way with him. Why? Because yeah. his dad expects it from him. Right. Like he he right. tells him. Right. So now Maxie is to that point where it's the same thing. Like he expects it. Now, is it great? Yeah. But he says that's why he works hard. He's been working hard every day to get one mm-hmm. better. Is like something that he's with. now again. It's not like him and his pop or like you know this and that. No, they they just expect it. Like they're not surprised yeah. because guess what? He puts in the work. And I'm gonna be honest with you. When Maxie first came here, he used to say like, "Yo, I want to get one percent better every day." I'm like, "Come on, man, with these cliches, bro. Like I don't want to hear that. Like you know what I mean? Like right. I don't, man, it sound kind of like it sound corny, right? It yeah, did. yeah, it sound corny." But then when you look at it, and that's what he did. He got one percent better every day, and I mean, yeah. and, he, and he's improved all the time. So, you know, more props to him. And I don't really want to, like, you know, you don't want to overhype the guy because you yeah. know there's going to be some valleys, up right. highs and lows, right? But, whew, from what he's doing, you can't yeah. take anything away from the dude. Yeah, well, let's be honest, Keith. He, um, uh, you know, at, at this early juncture of the NBA season, he's he's his play. He he's probably the biggest story. If correct me if I'm wrong, but is there a bigger story than in the NBA in NBA circles than the jump that they've taken? That no, there's not. And 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 here's something else that you said. 
And here's something else that you said. And now that you think about it, like I'm pretty sure, and, and I'm I'm looking at this off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure that uh like Nikola Jokic and and uh is is up there pretty high in the stats, you know, mm-hmm. ranking. But Tyrese Maxey is ranked ninth in the NBA in scoring mm-hmm. and 10th in assists. Yeah. Yo, like yeah. yo, as yeah. you know, so that's that that's pretty good now. So you got to look at it. I mean, right now in the Sixers, people don't understand or they don't realize they got the best record in the NBA yeah. percentage-wise. Yeah. They got the best record in the NBA. They're off to their best start since the 2000-2001 season when they went to the championship right. and lost to the Lakers. Right. right. And then when you go back on that list, you see other teams. That team was 9-0. But you look at the 8-80, eight and 80, uh, excuse me, 8-1 and one teams, there were some teams on there that won championships, the 83 squad, okay. the 66, 67 squad. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you so mentioned like getting, Moses and Wilton Norman Chamberlain from yeah. high school. I mean. Yeah, from that school. Yeah, that school that used to lose to West Philly. <laughs> <laughs> that school that used to lose to West yeah. Philly. But that's, like, when, that's, when, that's when that school was battling for number one or two. Not in the D division of the public league, which it was at the time, but for one or two in the nation. Oh, they was that good? Yeah. That good? Yeah, Brooke was always that good. Yeah. Oh, I ain't know they was like national. Yeah. Okay. Brooke, West Philly, DeMatha. <laughs> you know, that was. Yeah. Going but back. I heard to go down to D.C. and get that wet cut. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm just playing. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It's real. It's real. But, yeah, so, like, that's what he's doing. So, they're doing yeah. that. So yeah, you have to say that what he's doing is is great. Yeah. <laughs> but look, we gotta talk about Harden. Mm-hmm. We gotta talk about this thing, and and I know you have a lot to say about it, and I do too. But before we do that, I want to talk to y'all about the Jace case. Why? Because the Jace case provides five life saving antibiotics for emergency emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form and in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our broad certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physicians and on any treatment related questions. Doctor created, doctor recommended. Don't get court unprepared. Don't do it y'all, I'm telling you. Don't be court unprepared. So what you do is you go J A semedical.com again j-a-s-e-medical.com do it today people definitely do it today but mitch before we say something i'm gonna say this about philly basketball mm-hmm. i used to live in virginia right mm-hmm. I used to live in virginia and yes i'm just messing with you uh west philly and overbrook if you look at it they were two of the best teams all time. They they used to always battle. Arch rivals was really good. When I lived in Virginia, and I remember I uh, was covering high school, looking at this game, and one of the coaches says to me, oh, you impressed with these guys, aren't you? I'm like, they, they, yeah, pretty good. He's like, where you from? And I said, Philly. He said, nah, you ain't impressed. You ain't impressed. Nah, nah, they're cool. They're cool. He says, come on, man, stop fronting. Like, but the thing is, is because where we grew up, it's just a lot of Division One dudes. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? And and then get to play is better in high school. Like, 
you know, people look at me, I'm what, 5'11"? Like, I didn't have a, a wicked jump shot, nor did I jump out of the gym. So I ran track and played football. <laughs> you, yeah. know I mean? yeah. you know what I mean? That's just how it was. Yeah. But, like, where I was at, you know, you got dudes who, like, my height and, you know, some skill set of mine, and yeah. they were, like, all county. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, so it's just a difference. So so when you talk that West Philly and Overbrook stuff, yeah, y'all were pretty good. But And people forget that, you know, they Wilt wasn't the only dude that came out of Brook either. That's right. You know what I mean? He made it, right. you know, so – yeah, it, it was a long history for for decades of of great players coming out of there. But I'm gonna say this, Mitch: the Sixers are way better mm-hmm. without James Hart. Yeah, and I didn't think it was going to be possible. Yeah, I thought that if James Harden would have left, they would have struggled. They would struggle a little bit. I even was wrong, and I said in the first game of the season not having James there kind of hindered them, right? But when you look at it, they're just a completely different team and better off without them. And you look at the Clippers and you see how the Clippers are struggling and right. it's kind of like, wow. Yeah. Problems over there. And you look and see, I mean, do you know the Clippers have lost five straight since the trade, right? They lost four with James. Right, but then James and people forget when they played the Lakers, that's before the trade actually became finalized. But James and PJ Tucker went in the locker room. Now PJ played that game. I but no, they played the next game. But but what happened is it's kind of like they basically lost five straight since the trade. Five straight, man. Five straight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's, you know, we've had, there's been a lot of vitriol spewed at James Harden, uh, particularly in Philadelphia. And I think we should start giving uh, James Harden his flowers. It's time to give him some credit for the boss move he made this summer. You know, that's that that day in, in Japan, in China, when he said, listen, I can no longer play for Daryl Morey. I think right now, you know, you have to question yourself: Is is James Harden the front runner for the, the uh, front office executive of the year? Uh, can we give him some credit? You know, I contend that his demand that the Sixers deal him has probably been the most impactful, decisive, and important determination of the season. One ninth of the way through, one ninth of the way through the season. I mean, in one fell swoop, uh, made with the audacity perhaps of him drinking his wine, he said, "Look." I need to be moved. And, and since then, he's managed to make the Sixers, at least for the moment, the surprise best team in the league. And it's, you know, it, he's given them all sorts of roster flexibility. I mean, this is the stuff, you know, I mean, granted, the, the move was consummated by Dow Morey, but because of his demands, the Sixers have gone from a team that was preparing to lose a generationally talented player in Joel Embiid to the horrible New York Knicks, a franchise in the so-called <laughs> basketball mecca this going about a half century without a half 50 years. This is their 50 year anniversary in New York without an NBA championship, you know? So now granted, and, and, and we, we were hearing all these stories that, Oh, Joel wants to, he's going to leave the 76ers. He's, he's going to be miserable. Well, we haven't seen any semblance of that now, you know? So, I mean, James is and not only has he made the Sixers stronger in exiting, but he's transformed a team with four future Hall of Famers, including himself, 
into a squad that's going 0-5 ever since his plane landed on the tarmac in Los Angeles, you know? You know, they were 3-1 and one when they had when they acquired him, you know, and now they're, what, 3-6? and six? So, you know, it's one thing for an executive to transform and improve one team, but Harden has actually weakened the team that could potentially be an NBA champion uh, or, or a contender for an NBA title. So, at, at, at the one-ninth of the way through the season pull position, I'm going to give him uh, the, the the front office executive of the year award. Is he the executive of the year for the Sixers? He's, he's executive year because he's transformed two teams. <laughs> Not only did he yeah. transform the Sixers, yeah. but he's transformed the Clippers. I mean, they, they, they don't get up and – but they still get up and down the floor. They just can't beat anybody right now. It's crazy too because when you look at it, like when when they won those first game, the couple games right now, you can look at the Trailblazers, the uh, the Magic, the Spurs. They three wins they had. Like they they routed the twelve tra- uh, Trailblazers. They beat them by twelve points, one twenty three to one eleven. Right. Then they lost a close one to the Jazz, and then they hung forty. They beat the Spurs by forty. And they beat the Magic by 16. And the Magic looked like the four man was a little surprising team. Mm-hmm. And then once James, then without without James and them, well, once they made the trade, they lost five points. James didn't play, but they lost to the Lakers by five points. Mm-hmm. Then the Knicks routed them 111 to 97 with James playing. They lost to the Nets, the undermanned Nets, mm-hmm. 100 to 93. The, the Mavericks got personal with them and, and beat them 144 to 126. Yeah. And then they lost to the lowly Grizzlies, 105-101. And I like, dude, they might get embarrassed tomorrow. They play the Denver Nuggets on TNT mm. tomorrow at 10 p.m. And they could get embarrassed, dude. They very, I expect they could get embarrassed, man. They, they could get embarrassed. Yeah. And, and now – you know, Ty, Ru, Ty Lue is saying he wants Harden attacking. He's being too polite. But that's the same thing that Doc Rivers said. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't know. It's just a bad look, man. Yeah. It's just a bad look. And, uh, you know, and the funny, the crazy part about it is, so when they made that trade, people were trying to tell me that Robert Covington, Nick Batum, and all them, oh man, they can't play. They can't play. But yeah. now you get it. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, that was your role players. That was your defensive players. Right. They don't have that anymore. So now the Clippers are getting. They got four number one options. Four number one options. Yeah. yeah. Come on, you can't win like that. Yeah, you got to feel all those mouths have to eat. Yeah. All those mouths have problem. to eat. You know, they're sitting there like like those uh. Those baby eagles in a nest, you know, Phoebe mama. And, uh, hey, you know, there's just not enough food. To, there, there aren't enough basketballs to go around, just like there aren't enough worms to go around in that nest. They, yeah. um, you know, so that's why I say, hey, man, you know, all the vitriol we've had for James Harden. Imagine if James Harden weren't, you know, in, in front of all those Chinese uh, people uh, watching him at his basketball camp waiting to drink his wine. And uh, didn't, you know, and he didn't make that, he, he didn't insist that he couldn't be in Philadelphia with Daryl Moore. Brother, thank you. 
we can't Philadelphia can't thank you enough, James. So the vitriol is over, man. You know, he's not, he's, he's not the enemy. <laughs> You're crazy, man. He's a valued friend. He said, all those people waiting to drink his wine. You crazy. You crazy, though. He helped his business out as well. Oh, yeah, that joint did sell out. Yeah, yeah, so so he's, he's, a, he's a front office genius, not only in the basketball court, but in the wine industry. So let's, so, lodge this, let's lodge this man and, and welcome Tyrannosaurus, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mad Maxi. Mad <laughs> Maxi. Yeah. Mad Maxi. That I mean that's, he's 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 doing it. He's doing the thing. Yeah, they're a whole lot better without James. Yeah. yeah. I gotta admit it. James was slowing it up. Um Tobias was wasn't being utilized right. Um Maxi was being something. Now I will say that James did help Maxi's development. I'm gonna give him that because yeah, no doubt, no doubt. he was doing that James Harden step back on fools yesterday. Oh my lord, They're hitting them! So I, I, I'm gonna give him credit, but I just think that right now they're a better team without him. I they mean, are. again, what's going to happen when they play a tougher team? Sometimes you might say you miss them, you miss the leadership. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think that, at least from what I see, I think that they're a better team. They're a better yeah. team. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree. Yeah, but look, thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Every day, tomorrow's show will be on what none of <laughs> the second of two matchups against the Indiana Pacers. And this one is going to be an NBA in-season game, right? Um, and the court last time when they played against Detroit, Mitch, wasn't really that bad. It wasn't that bad from what no, I've seen. This one? This one? I'm like the red and the blue, like yo, man. It's like you know, it's, it, we'll, we'll see now. We'll see. I know Sixers mm-hmm. fans gonna get mad, like why are you hating? But I'm not. Hating. I'm just like that red might it might hurt my eyes a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see what it looks like. But they 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 they're toned down from what I thought they would look like. Some of them are now. Some of them aren't. Like that one. I think the the, the uh, Detroit one was cool. Mm-hmm. The only problem with the Detroit was they just needed to have more fans there because they had that stuff yeah. on TV out there. It yeah, kind of bad and empty. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. So we'll talk about that tomorrow and this and that. But I want to thank y'all again for listening, and I want y'all to know that y'all can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at, and it's free and available wherever you get your podcast at. Also, you can go to our YouTube channel, Locked On 76ers YouTube. And what you do is when you get in there, click on the Liberty Bell. That enables you to, to be uh, a new a new subscriber. And it also allows you to get notifications whenever we post podcasts and stuff like that stuff already for you to view or listen to. So, um, you know, do that today. We want to thank y'all. We want y'all to have not only a blessed day, but a a, a blessed work week. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Me and my man Mitch talking about West Philly spanking Overbrook. It's ancient history for a lot of people now. but (laughs) I know. I know. Exactly. Right now it's all about Imhotep. Yeah. You know what I mean? For real. That's what it is. It's all about. There's no doubt about it. 
Yeah, it's, it's straight. And brother, and, and I like my man. My brother Andre has done a a, a great, phenomenal mm-hmm. job. You mm-hmm. know, he's done a great job there. Getting it's funny, like Emotep, who they got a, like dudes in Kentucky, dudes going all over, man. So yeah, it's not like how it was back in the day. But I guess we're dating ourselves. But yes, we come are. back tomorrow. <laughs> come, come back tomorrow, and we'll give you all some more info on your 76ers. Kelly, you be get well. We thank you. Thankful you're with us, brother. Exactly, exactly. Look at it that way. Peace.